When we start creating content and we think about putting together all of our knowledge into a course that's going to work for you and that's going to make impact in the world, you've got to create something that people rave about and that they talk about. And in my opinion, it needs to be your highest and best work. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Four Day Weekends. In this episode, we are going to talk about best practices and tips for creating high quality content for your course. So let's jump in. All right, so a lot of thought can go into this and these couple steps and these tips I'm gonna give you are crucial when you are creating course content because you don't just wanna just kind of cobble something together and hope it's going to work. This is representative of your business and of you and of your expertise and knowledge. And you want to hit that mark, right? You want to really be seen as an expert in your field and you want your people, your students to take this course and really get what they're looking for. They've come into you, they've paid the money, they want to get the change of whatever that is you're offering. And if you don't give them good stuff. If you don't give them the right stuff in the right order, then it could be confusing and they may just feel like they've wasted money. So let's jump into the first best practice. And I like to start right at the very beginning. And that is you must understand your ideal students migraine problem before you start creating the content. You have to know your audience. You have to know who they are and what their biggest challenges and struggles is and what I call the migraine problem because your course needs to be the solution for that migraine problem and anything else is just missing the mark. And if you're like, well, I don't know what that is, or I, I, it could be this, it could be this, it could be something else. Maybe you have clients coming to you with multiple problems, but at the, if you really dig down and Here's my tip with this. You need to ask, you need to dig, you need to look. What are they really coming for? There's probably just one or two main things they're really coming for. Sometimes some of those things that are surface reasons underneath it's fear or it's money or it's these, these real things that we need to survive. Like I need to make more money in my business, right? I need to, I want more love and, and I want, you know, to be healthy. Like those are the, the core principles that things that we need in our lives. So really ask, don't guess, do not guess at this. Go ask, go, go do some research and really come up with that migraine problem and then create the course around that. It will save you a lot of heartache on the back end. Okay. So best practice number two, your content should flow along logically and engage people. And if you want to go back and listen to last week's episode, I just talked about the structure of course content and all of how it should be structured. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to last week's. I really think it's important to make sure that we have a good structure, something that makes sense, that walks them step by step by step through the process that you're taking them through, not just a whole bunch of random stuff put in random order. It has to make sense. It has to build and you have to walk them through that journey. They are on a journey to lose the weight or make the money or 
find a partner or whatever it is that they're looking to do, they are on that journey. And it's your job to make it engaging and make it doable for them to get through all of the materials so that they come out at the end at the finish line. My tip here is to be clear. So whatever you're asking them to do inside of these training modules, if there's worksheets or exercises they need to do, make sure that you're clear on what you want your student to do. Like be really clear with what's happening and what they're learning inside of each module. If they're learning how to create an exercise regimen, then that should be very clear inside and you don't have a bunch of stuff mixed up or talking about other things that doesn't relate. Keep everything clean and clear inside of your content, inside of the modules. All right, now for best practice number three, use different formats to engage different types of learners. So use video, use audio, use worksheets. You can transcribe things. You know, with a lot of the AI programs now, you can transcribe and do highlights. These are the top tips from this video training. People learn in different ways. Some people are very visual, some people are auditory. And so if you just put one video up with nothing else, you may be missing out on keeping the engagement. People like to do little activities. So I always try to you know, have at least one worksheet. Here's a tip for you, one worksheet per module or per lesson, depending on how you've done it, because you want them to go, okay, here are the things that you needed to learn. It's like a summary, or here's what you need to learn, or here's what you need to do. You've listened to the, the information, now write out the five things that you need to do around this. Like keep them moving, keep them moving forward with activity so that they don't just go, oh, just another boring video I have to listen to. Keep them engaged, and less is more when it comes to this, it, you don't necessarily have to put 15 worksheets into one thing, make it simple, make it doable and make it clean and clear. Okay, best practice number four and our final one is to learn from your students. Once you have your course up and going and some people have come through it, you are going to get some feedback, testimonials, success stories, you're going to hear questions, you should be, if you really wanna make this a stellar, amazing course, you should be checking in with your students and finding out how is it going? Are they stuck? What do they love best about this module? Where are they getting tripped up? So when you get enough people going through it and you keep hearing the same thing over and over, like, oh, module three was really hard. I was really stuck there for a while. Then it's your job to go back and either add, subtract, shuffle or tweak the content. You don't have to do this all the time, but at the very beginning when you're just getting started, I find it very valuable to, to use the student's um, feedback. That's why I recommend doing a beta test or a pilot launch so that you can hear where, where people are needing the most help because you know how to do this and you will structure it the way you'll be able to go through it, but your students are at a different level and they may not be able to go through it as fast as you have it, or they may need a little bit more help breaking things down a little bit more. They may be unclear. So I love this for so many reasons. You will really create raving fans and people who want to continue working with you when they are listened to and you really create 
a great course that people love to go through and find it easy and doable to go through. So the tip here is creating short lessons is great for so many reasons because people have a short attention spans and it's easier to update and change out these short lessons. So let's say one of your modules has about an hour's worth of content. If you just record one hour long video and something happens and you decide you wanna change it or technology changes and you have to redo it because now that's not the way we do it anymore, then you have to go in and do the whole thing. But if you do five little videos or four little videos that are you know 10 minutes or eight minutes underneath it, you may only have to change out one. You can easily add something or tweak. And I really love this. So you don't have to do, redo the whole course. You can just update as things change out there in the world. So, all right. I hope this gave you a really good starting place for best practices and tips when creating high quality content. You want your course to be awesome. And I know it will be. All right. If you have questions on what type of course your business needs, Click the link below and take our quiz, which will help determine what type of course, whether a membership or a regular self-study or one of the other kinds is best for your business. So take the quiz link below so you'll know what's best for your business right now. And I will see you on the next episode.